Welcome to the LU Moment. Thank you for listening. I'm Shelley Batanza, the Director of Public Affairs at Lamar University. Each week we showcase the great events, activities, programs, projects, and people at Lamar University. Well, in case you missed it, last week uh, we announced that the Center for the First Generation Student Success, an initiative by NASA, Student Affairs Administrators in Higher Education, and the Studer Foundation, have announced that Lamar University is one of the 2021 22 first-gen forward cohorts. The first-gen forward designation recognizes institutions of higher education who have demonstrated a commitment to improving experiences and advancing outcomes of first-generation college students. You know, Lamar University's student population uh, comprises 60% first-generation students. Super rewarding uh, to be a team member here at LU knowing that we have a huge impact on not just these students but their entire families these students who are first generation, the first ones in their families to attend college. Pretty cool. Hey, I want to give a shout out to Dr. Tammy Henderson. The National Council on Family Relations has awarded Henderson a professor in the Department of Nutrition, Hospitality, and Human Services at LU. She has been awarded the Felix Barardo Scholarship Award for Excellence in Mentoring Junior Colleagues and Students. Congratulations, Dr. Henderson. We're so proud of you. We're also excited to announce that the Texas Manufacturing Assistance Center of Southeast Texas, a federally funded industrial service center housed at Lamar University, recently received $118,000 in funding from Nat Gasoline for developing a customized Mean Six Sigma program. Now, Nat Gasoline is a world-scale methanol production facility located in Beaumont and is a joint venture between Texas-based Proman USA and Netherlands-based OCINV. The starting operations were in June 2018, and it is the most efficient and largest methanol production facility in the U.S., producing more than 1.7 million metric tons of methanol per year. As a Lean Six Sigma project, which is going to be done here at Lamar University, a collaborative team effort will seek to improve performance by systematically removing waste and reducing variation. The project will engage about 140 Nat Gasoline employees who are working on 14 distinct projects. And uh, the Texas Manufacturing Assistance Center of Southeast Texas here at LU will proctor each team project separately to ensure that project deliverables are made according to project schedule. So big projects we're excited about right here at LU. And, 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 you know, helping increase efficiency in industry is just one of the many ways that Lamar University partners with the community. March is Women's History Month, and we're celebrating women who have impacted Lamar University all month long. We'll be celebrating. We've got a Trailblazing Women poster exhibit up at our Sister Student Center hallway for all to see. Students are invited to attend a panel discussion featuring women to highlight diverse experiences of womanhood, dealing with societal pressures and addressing stereotypes. And then on March 23rd from 4 to 6 p.m., Lamar University will host the Inspirational Woman Award Reception in the Mary and John Gray Library, honoring women who embodied this year's theme of breaking the glass ceiling, excellence, and beyond. Now, to complement what's going on on campus and to take part in the celebration of women, the LU Moment is honored to have a full lineup of women guests the entire month of March. These are women who inspire us at Lamar University, and they're also um, impacting their communities and uh, the state and, and the nation, really. These are amazing women that we're going to be featuring here on the LU Moment. And I'm excited to introduce our first of the four inspirational women for the month of March, Ms. Jennifer Moose. 
Welcome, Jennifer. So glad you could join us. Thank you so much. Good morning. I know a few things about you, so I'm going to rattle them off in rapid succession, and then we'll, <laughs> you, can, you, can, you can flesh them out for you. You're an academic advisor in our undergraduate advisory center here at Lamar University. You've competed in two Paralympic Games and were an elite athlete for eight years. You're also married to the amazing Kyle Moot. Did I get all that right? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I, I should have put you're married to Kyle first. I mean, that, that is, you know, the utmost importance because um, he is an incredible person. But um, let's, let's start, Jennifer, by talking about your background and, and how you came to Lamar University. Okay. So um, I'm from Seattle, Washington. I was born and raised there. And then I moved to Tucson, Arizona to attend the University of Arizona. And I received my bachelor's degree in psychology and then my master's degree in rehabilitation counseling. Um, And that's where Kyle and I met. And then we moved to Beaumont in 2014. And he took the role of the director of the Disability Resource Center here at Lamar University. And then I, um, shortly after that, got my position in the Undergraduate Advising Center as an academic advisor. Fantastic. Um, you're a, yeah, you guys are a long way from home. <laughs> yeah, uh, we've, been, we've, been around the, uh, we've been around the world. We've traveled a lot of different places and lived in a lot of different places, so we're very fortunate. <laughs> yeah, and, and we're so fortunate to have you here. Um, Kyle runs the Disability Resource Center, and, um, and and does just a great job there. But let's start by, by um, you, you, you've had a lot of challenges. Um, can we talk about some of those challenges and, and how you've overcome them and what drives you to, to continue? Sure. So um, one of the things about me is I was born with a disability called spina bifida, um, and so I've, I've pretty much dealt with obstacles and challenges my whole life, Um, but I've had a really supportive network of family and friends that have just kind of motivated me and pushed me along, um, encouraged me and and all of that. And so um, through that, I've had the opportunity to do some pretty amazing things, um, one of which is wheelchair sports. And so... um, Pretty much from age seven, I've I've done some variation of, of sports, um, mostly wheelchair racing, and so um, being able to to participate on uh, national level, local level, and also international level um, in in various competitions. And then, of course, uh, the highlight of my career was um, competing in the Paralympic Games in 2004, and then also in 2008. Wow, what an incredible experience! So. Um, where, where, where did you go and, and talk to us about that type of, um, competitive level? I mean, how, um, just nerve wracking and, and the, the, the effort that went into that, I mean, you had to, um, train constantly, right? Sure. So, um, to kind of back up a little bit, um, I was introduced to wheelchair sports um, through the Children's Hospital where I, I went as a child to um, receive various treatments and therapies and things like that. And so my parents got me involved um, in our hometown. We had a, a local team for junior wheelchair athletes, um, young kids basically from ages four through you know 21. Um, and so I started um, practicing with them and, and interacting and 
and engaging with that community. And then through that, I, I developed my skills and abilities and then um, started competing at the uh, junior national level. And so I was um, junior wheelchair champion in, in various events um, throughout wow. my childhood. Um, wow. And then that uh, actually afforded me scholarship opportunities to attend the University of Arizona. And that program is one of the top uh, programs in the nation for adaptive athletics. So um, kind of just went from, you know, just having like fun with the kids. And then it really became like a serious thing when I was in college. And unbelievable. And and I've seen you guys, you know, here, I mean, I've seen you, you know, play the basketball, you, you uh, get out there and play the basketball um, in your wheelchairs and you're, and you're just incredible. You're, you're intimidating people. When I think about the things that, you know, I have to do every day, day in and day out. And, and sometimes I talk myself out of doing things because they're just hard. You're such an inspiration. And do you ever get down? Do you ever, think it's just just not worth it or it's too difficult or I'm too challenged or what, what keeps you going? I mean, yeah, definitely. You know, that that's part of, I think, the human condition is constantly questioning our abilities. And, you know, am I able, and especially with, you know, the state of the world, I mean, there's just so many different things right now that challenge us. Um, but, you know, I think what keeps me going is, um kind of reflecting back on the things that I've overcome already. So, you know, I've been through it before. I can do it again. Um, Obviously, surrounding myself with really supportive people. Uh, My husband, obviously, is a great support for me. Um, And then really trying to reflect on those experiences and then sharing that with with other people, Um, especially my students. I find that I have um, stories and things that I can share with them, uh, moments when I was in college where I wasn't sure I was going to make it easy. Either. And so just being yeah, I, able to, to empathize in, in those situations with my students has been um, such a blessing to me. So what, what, what inspires you? Are there are people who inspire you? Are there events that inspire you? What, what inspires you today, Jennifer? Absolutely. Um, I think right now um, in my current role here at LeBron, I'm constantly inspired by uh, women, especially women students that I have um, that are just, you know, going after their goals and their dreams, like no matter their stage of life or their age. Um, I really admire those students that, you know, come back to school after so many years. Um, maybe they took time to raise a family and now they're deciding that their education or their career is a priority to them. And so it's just a good reminder to me that, you know, it's never too late to reach your goals. Um, you know, I, I'm so fortunate fortunate in, in my role as a pre-nursing advisor, I see some of these students after graduation and they're working in the field. Um, and so it's just really inspiring to me. Yeah, I bet I am inspired by women who, um, who have, you know, they've had these lives prior, but they come back and they put priority on themselves. That is really incredible and a hard thing to do because you've got to balance so much. Any words of wisdom for those women who are trying to do it all, career, family, and and maybe who feel like they aren't enough? You know, I think it's literally like a day by day process, you know, try to focus on, try to focus on your goal, but you know, you know, 
and then break down the steps. You know, I, I have to do that myself, you know, like, okay, what do I need to get done today? Okay, what's the first step? Um, self-care is really important, you know, taking time to really, you know, look inside yourself and figure out, okay, what is really important to me? And then taking time to address and, and, and work on those things to just be a better human being, I think, you know. Um, right. I know for me, I've had a lot of um, really good mentors. So I would say, especially for like younger women, like find a mentor. Um, but it doesn't necessarily have to be someone who's older than you, but it's someone who has had some sort of, you know, life experience, you know, that you would want to experience or knowledge that you would like to learn. Um, so I, I've had several women mentors in my life that have really helped me focus in on what, you know, what I prioritize and what's important to me. Yeah, excellent advice. Mentors are amazing at every stage of our lives. Um, Jennifer, what are you looking forward to most in your life? I think, um, you know, the things that, that I look most forward to in life are just th- those opportunities to serve or to give back. Um, you know, we've been through a lot of challenges this past year, and so I'm always looking for those opportunities to just, you know, where can I help or, you know, I, you know, I have two strong hands, you know, where I'm willing to do some work to help lighten the load for somebody else. Um, I joined the Rotary Club this past year, and that's been amazing. I've been able to meet, like, some amazing people through that, and then just giving that opportunity to give back to the community has been so rewarding. So I think that's what drives me, and that's what I look forward to is just opportunities for service. You're amazing. Jennifer, amazing person. So thankful that you could join us today and inspire us all. Thanks for thanks for being here. Thank you so much. All right. Uh, this week, Governor Abbott's executive order canceling the mask mandate will go in effect. Lamar University will follow guidance from the Texas State University system in an effort to keep all of its cardinals safe. As the governor stated in the executive order, we'll encourage all to continue to wear a mask when a social distance of six feet cannot be maintained and... We're encouraging everyone to get the vaccine. I would say pop some, some D3 and some, some zinc, too. I'm just saying that's, that's a personal sidebar. Uh, additionally, a curative COVID-19 testing kiosk is open in the parking lot of the Montaigne Center at Lamar University. The site will be open to the entire community Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. at no cost to patients. You just drive up. Um, and you can get your COVID test. So if you're feeling any symptoms whatsoever, um, you think you have a little fever, you have a cough, you have a sore throat, you have any of that, just go and um, be tested. It is not a nasal swab. It's an oral swab, and um, you'll get the results either emailed to you or texted to you within 24 hours. It's just that easy. And one final reminder, football, baseball softball, basketball, and volleyball are all ongoing at Lamar University because we've had to delay, postpone, delay, postpone all of those sports until now. So come support your Cardinals. You can go to lamarcardinals.com to see all of the uh, all of the sports that are going on right now, and we encourage you to get out and enjoy some great sporting events. And thank you for supporting the LU Moment by listening. Really appreciate it. I'm Shelley Batanza, the Director of Public Affairs at Lamar University, the pride of Southeast Texas.